I just want to encourage you to really invite in and welcome and understand how sacred sexuality is. It is divine love. Welcome home to the Loving Consciously Podcast. My name is Amaris. And my name is Eric. And if you are like us, nobody Nobody taught you how to love. We are best friends and life partners here to vulnerably and authentically share our seven-year journey to unconditional love. Our mission is to help you learn how to love consciously in all of your relationships so we can journey together towards a more effective, intentional, and fulfilling way of giving and receiving love. Loving Consciously. Together, we have overcome neurodivergence, mental health, addiction, pregnancy loss, infidelity, and grief. After six years, the lack of knowledge on how to heal or love each other through these challenges led to our separation. After us both spiritually awakening and recommitting, we built our new conscious partnership founded on unconditional love and a commitment to personal growth. Thank you for joining us as we put it all out there to show you the duality of our love's pain and beauty. And remind you that you have both the capacity to love consciously and the power to always Always choose love. Namaste and welcome back to the Loving Consciously podcast. We are so excited for today because it is our six-month anniversary of this podcast. And yesterday, I celebrated nine years clean. And there's just so many exciting things moving in our life right now. Today, we're here to talk about sacred sexuality is divine love. Before we get into some personal updates from the last few weeks, I want to go a little bit into some disclaimers, if you will. We are all sexual beings. This is a spiritual, holy, and educational conversation of love to help you heal your relationship with sex. Sex is a profound way to connect with the divine, yourself, and others. And sex in our current culture is incredibly warped and misunderstood. Traditional sex education that you may have received is fear-based, and we aren't taught how to use sex as a tool to create more love, to heal, to transcend. So keep all of that in mind as we move through this, especially if you know us. We're all adults here. We're all connected. We're all one. And this is meant to be an educational conversation. So getting into some personal updates over the last few weeks, we attended the Conscious Life Expo, and it was amazing. To be in a conference with thousands of conscious, like-minded, spiritual people like us for the first time was incredible. We advertised both of our businesses, Loving Consciously and Graceful Shark Design Studio, in the welcome bags. And so this podcast, my business, his business, all went out to these people. And we made amazing friends. We did so many workshops on really wild things like galactic history and ancient Japanese wisdom and meditation and activations, and it was just amazing. We left California, and on our way out, we hit Delft Valley, which we missed before because the roads were closed. We are officially back on the road full-time, and we've swung by Las Vegas to visit a client of ours for a couple of nights on our way to Sedona. We go to Sedona tomorrow. We will be there for weeks. We are so excited to spend time there, and that's where things are at right now. It has been a very dualistic time. We came from this high connection of the Conscious Life Expo, being around our community, making such beautiful connections and being surrounded by the love and oneness that we all share and are sharing with you on this podcast. And in that experience, much came up too, and it's been 
a period of integration of really relearning how Amaris and I join in this connection and this partnership as we're constantly evolving and growing and facing different shadows. And this concept that we're about to go into about divine sexuality is an excellent tool to really dive in with your partner and connect on a deep level because when you practice sexuality from a divine place it really has the potential to break down your walls burst your heart open and allow you to connect as your highest selves in union with god absolutely we have three sections that we are going to be looking at today we are going to talk about sacred sexuality what is it what does it look like a lot of really profound things that we've learned around this subject we're going to look at anatomy and completely redefine the way that you look at your most sacred body part. And we're going to talk about some practices of how you can incorporate this into your life and some really interesting things that we've explored and we've learned about that we didn't even know existed a few years ago. So getting started, talking about sacred sexuality, I really loved this definition and it said, using sex as a pathway to connect to and know yourself and God source creator, whatever name you use for the divine. Wow, that is a beautiful definition. Part of divine and sacred sexuality is celebrating desire, pleasure. It's really exalting it as the experience that's meant to be paired with sexuality. You know, we live in a society that can really perceive the act of connecting sexually with shame or embarrassment, definitely negative self-talk. And when we take our power back and start exalting and being one and accepting who we are and that desire and that pleasure that resides within us that allows us to be one with our partner, when we release all of those limiting energies, we can really connect with the divine in our partner because that's really what this act is about. It's about coming with your own divinity, with your own sacred sexual energy, and connecting with your partners. This opens your heart immediately bringing all walls down and transcending the experience of the body. And in that, you get to love and honor your body without any of the judgments and negative self-talk that we may have for ourselves or for our partner. Honoring your partner's body just as much as we honor ours, you're connecting. And in that, you're connecting your energies and treating your partner's body as a vessel. For that energy to flow, you exalt it. You know, you, you view it as this beautiful thing to hold and love. I... I'm going to say something that you may have never heard. All energy is sexual energy. And sit with that for a second and really let that sink in. Everything is created from sexual energy. We all come into this world that way. Sexual energy is the energy of creation. You can use this energy to manifest, to create actual life, to heal and transmute pain, to release trauma. The possible outcomes are endless and our bodies were created to be passionate you know pleasure is our birthright 
we come down here to this plane, this reality, this dimension, whatever you want to call it, to have a body. That's what we get for being here. And the part of that body is sex and is experiencing the ultimate high and complete experience of that feeling, that depth, that sexual energy, orgasm. That is why we have this body. That is why we were designed the way we were. And that's, I believe, one of the big reasons why we come down here so that our soul can evolve. We can use this sexual energy and this dense 3D body to do that work and to evolve. Yeah, and using that sexual energy and harnessing it with intention is so, so powerful and can really speed up the process of that evolution, not only from an individual, but as a couple, as a unit. When you come together in that energy and you become one and you allow yourself to then expand in that love and unify with the creator, you connect all these energies together and you can direct that for a specific intention. You can move that energy through your body into your partner's and back into yours. And it's just unlike anything that you could even imagine. So we're going to get into anatomy now, and I'm going to pass it off to Amaris to talk about the beautiful divine feminine part of our body, the yoni. Mm, I love that word. So this portion is for everyone. So even if you don't have a yoni, listen up because this is really incredible knowledge to hold and will help you connect to your partner. I, like many, many, if not most women on this planet, was so completely detached from that part of my body, right? We call it a vagina. That's not even what it is. The vagina is the canal, the birth canal, the inner canal. And most people don't even know what the name of their clitoris or their labia or their cervix or where those parts are and how they function. And we've got really awful names for this. I'm not going to say them. I'm having like a dozen of them run through my name of what we call that part of the female body. And I think it's really empowering and it was really healing for me to create this sacred relationship with that part of my body. And a huge part of that was taking on and claiming this name of yoni. Yoni is a Sanskrit word for the female anatomy. It is the divine feminine and it translates to source, which is really beautiful. Source is one name for the divine and it is the source. It is the source of life. I've heard it described as a portal. I've heard it described as nature's gateway. It is a channel. It births life into this world And it's a pathway that connects the two worlds, right? The higher divine heaven, however you perceive that, and earth and and this density and this reality we live in right now. And it connects those two things. It bridges a soul from the higher plane into this plane. And that is so freaking cool and magical and should be celebrated, not degraded, not shamed, not shied away from. And something I really want to talk about in this section is menstruation because It's something that roughly half the people on this planet do, and we view it as this secretive, gross, shameful, funny butt of a joke, and most of us are really detached from this. I know I was, and something that I have been learning about is using this as a tool. 
once a month, we leech this life force energy. That's what it is. And that is a time that's incredibly powerful for releasing trauma, transmuting negative energy, setting intentions, working with this spiritual process. Menstruation is a spiritual process, as is everything. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Working with that as a tool for your growth is immeasurably powerful. And I just really want to encourage everyone listening to this, regardless of your identity, your gender, your body, what parts you have, how you perceive these things, please, please start to respect the yoni. It gave you life and it sustains this species. It bridges souls from the upper world to this world. And it really is source. It really is the divine feminine. It's a beautiful creation and exalting it to that place and giving it back that rightful respect and honor has been really transformative for me, for our relationship. That's what we call it now. I call it my yoni and I just love that word. And so if you're listening to this, I just encourage you to take some time to sit with that, do some research around the yoni, around some of these spiritual concepts, around how you can use menstruation as a tool. This is not this thing that happens for no purpose. And really just start to love that part of yourself if you have one, and maybe more lovingly be present with that part of your partner. Yeah, thank you for offering that. The yoni is the physical manifestation and extension of the divine feminine it is just like a flower and that it takes time to blossom and when we approach the feminine as as the masculine and we exalt the yoni and the feminine that we are in relationship with the first thing to do is to really sit with and be with her to bring presence to that connection and the more that you really cater to the feminine and create a space where they can be held and feel safe and feel comfortable and in a place where they can open their hearts that allows them to fully let go and be even more connected and receptive to the masculine which the sacred masculine you know sanskrit word would be lingam that is the word we would traditionally use for the penis and that sanskrit word translates to wand or pillar of light which is just an incredible incredible metaphor for what this is i mean this pillar of light is what we use to essentially connect our energies with our partner it's what we use to transfer everything that we are to give that in devotion selflessly as a gift to our partner. The semen that is within us is our sacred seed. It is essentially the concentrated and physical form of our life force energy. Everything that we do throughout the day, everything that we think, everything that we consume, every energetic response that we we carry within us is translated like an imprint into that life force. And so when we respect our bodies, when we respect our minds and our spirits, that translates to our seed. It's very important that we treat and love ourselves because we are physically transferring our energy into the divine feminine. And so if there are any blockages, if there is any distorted energy, 
that can be transferred in, into your partner for them to work through. This is reminding me of something I think we really lightly mentioned and did not give the space that it needed of sex is spiritual. Sex is a spiritual act. And when you connect sexually with another person, you are exchanging energy with them. You are binding a cord between the two of you. So every person you've ever had sex with has a piece of you and you have a piece of them. You can call those back and I would definitely recommend it. When you connect with someone though, they have a piece of you and vice versa. That is an energetic imprint and that is the sacred seed of that soul entering your body. And, you know, there's a lot of other practices around sex that I don't even think we think about. Like here is this sacred seed that is meant to create life and it gets thrown in the garbage. It gets blocked by a piece of rubber. And I'm not in any way saying not to use protection. I'm trying to paint this picture of things that most of us probably don't ever think about because it is a spiritual act and it is sacred. And that energy transfer does happen. Yeah. And on the the other side of the dualistic coin, when you are in that divine place, whether you're feminine or whether you're in the masculine, you get to share that divine and loving energy with your partner. You know, if they are processing something, if they are working through energies and they need support, something that you can do is connect with them from a place of love and create more light. Give them more light. Mm, I love that. Intentional sex, y'all. Intentional sex. This gets us into our last section, which is some things that we have learned, some practices. If you are not already taking notes, this would be the time. There is a lot of gems in this and, again, maybe things you haven't even heard of and things that are working really well for us and that we have really dug into in our spiritual journey. The first thing here is try imagining that you are making love to the divine. Whatever you believe, God, Source, Creator, Mother Earth, Universe, whatever you pray to, whatever name you put on the divine, imagine that you are connecting with that. How would you make love to that? How would you make love to your partner if you were making love to God? You are, and you are also making love to yourself. And so how would you make love to yourself? Because sex is an act of service, and treating it as an act of service for your partner rather than I'm doing this to get a satisfaction, to get an outcome, I'm doing this to serve this person, which immediately explodes pleasure for both people. A really good tip on how to do that is closing your eyes when you are connecting with your partner and holding them, feeling their breath, feeling their energy, and then holding them in your mental eye from a place of unconditional love. See them as their authentic and true and healed loving self, that inner child that you just can't help but love unconditionally. And that will help you meld your heart spaces. A few other things we really like to do is put our third eyes, so that's the space above and in between your eyebrows together, and just stare in each other's eyes while connecting physically. Or doing breath work together, which we're going to get into that a little bit in a couple more of these points, but breathing together. We've also started prior to physical connection most of the time, <laughs> we've started setting intentions. What are we trying to create here? 
what do we want to manifest here? And this will also come up in a couple of our lower bullet points here. But going into it with intention, going into it with consciousness, I am here with you and I am treating this with the love and respect that it deserves. And that brings us to our next point, which is Tantra. And it's an ancient practice going back thousands of years. We won't go too in-depth with this practice because you could have many podcast episodes about just the uh, concept of Tantra. But go out, I encourage you, find resources about how you can incorporate this way of life into both your personal and your sexual life with your partner. Absolutely. Tantra is very vast. It encompasses many things, many practices with yourself, with your partner, and it can really increase your sexual growth, your sexual healing, your sexual pleasure, all of the things. The next thing we're going to talk about is energy orgasms, and you may have never heard those words before. We hadn't either a few years ago, and we stumbled upon this on accident. Thank you, cannabis. (laughs) And essentially what an energy orgasm is, is it is a full body energetic orgasm rather than a physical orgasm. So when you think of a traditional physical orgasm in the yoni or a traditional ejaculation in the lingam, this is much more of an energetic thing. They are very diverse to each person. You can physically and energetically orgasm at the same time. That is probably the most pleasurable experience I've ever felt in my life. Again, I really want to call out energy orgasms look different for everyone. For me, it's a full body experience. It's mind, body, soul. It's incredibly intense. My body kind of locks up buzzing and tingling and lightheadedness and really just this divine experience of so much explosive energy. My body kind of shuts down. Energy orgasms are truly how we are meant to connect as divine sexual beings. When you look at the traditional physical orgasm, it is typically a very quick process with a very intense release, followed by a pretty intense drop. Energy orgasms are something completely different. It is a slow, slow build as you cultivate that kundalini sexual energy between you and your partner, as you co-create this experience together going through phases as you increase that energy. My first experience with energy orgasms came from a very unconscious place. I would search for connection through pornography and finding femdoms who would essentially create these energetic orgasm experiences in an effort to receive that energy themselves. And so it was a negatively polarized energy exchange in which the user would experience the pleasure of that energy orgasm, but then that energy would go and transfer into the other person. These practices, this is just an example of how these practices truly are divine, and they can be used for beauty and connection, or they can be misused and abused. And it's incredibly important to treat it with the divinity and sanctity That is the intention of this connection. We, as males, have been taught, oh, you can only orgasm physically, right? That's the only option. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not the the only option. 
you have the ability to connect with your partner at a depth that you have never experienced before. You can have multiple orgasms with them and share in that connection and growth. Digging into that last point, the multiple energy orgasms, like I said, are extremely diverse. However, you can have multiple. They can last an incredibly long time, several minutes, and you didn't physically, or maybe if you didn't physically orgasm, you don't now have that restriction, especially if you are a lingam owner and you ejaculated of, you know, quote unquote, being done. They are really powerful. Other names for this are dry orgasms. You can also look into the next thing we're going to talk to, which you can find more information around that, um, which is semen retention. But energy orgasms are really powerful. They're incredibly powerful for healing and manifesting. A practice that we will do that we're going to get into a little bit more at the end is using those powerful moments of energetic sexual release, i.e. creative release, to manifest the things that we want. We'll talk about them beforehand, and then when that moment comes, we work together in this partnership to manifest those things. So I will pass it off to you to talk about semen retention. Yeah, semen retention has been a massive, massive part of my personal spiritual and sexual growth. Because through many avenues, you are training yourself to have discipline, you are preserving your sexual energy. You are training yourself to be able to connect with your partner for longer periods of time at a deeper level. What semen retention is, is essentially never arriving to the point of the physical release unless you have the intent to do so. And through the research that has been shared with me, that is prevalent within the spiritual community, it's usually about once a month. What's really interesting here, I know you have a lot more to share on this, for the yoni owners, how often do we menstruate? Once a month. And as I said earlier, menstruation is that releasing of that life force energy, and ejaculation is the same. And so you can kind of start to see this parallel. This was a huge clicking moment for me. Oh my gosh, women menstruate once a month and lose that life force energy. Men ejaculate once a month and lose that life force energy. And we have that ovulation window, right? There's the need, the physical, biological, spiritual need for ejaculation is only once a month. We only ovulate once a month. And so you can see how these things are woven together. Yeah. And I'll admit as a male lingam owner, you know, the first time I heard that there was a lot of resistance. There was a lot of uh, fear. I'm like, am I, how am I going to not, I'm not going to connect with you more than a month? Like, what does that mean? You know? And it wasn't until (laughs) I really sat with the divinity of the connection and understanding the power that we have as energetic beings to connect and really have these other types of orgasm through energy and that you know, our seed is something that should really, really be cared for. It is half of a child. And when we use that life force energy and that culmination of all that we are as males with no intention and just waste it, just throwing it away in the tissue, 
then we rob that connection with our partner. We drain the intensity of our, our ability to connect with our own energy because we're constantly leaking it out. A really big part here to kind of maybe make this make sense is you are removing that outcome, right? Sex is traditionally treated as two people connect, a man ejaculates, and it's done. And we, I say we, Eric and I, are traditionally very attached to the outcome of that. If that didn't happen, it wasn't enjoyed. If that didn't happen, it wasn't, you know, reciprocal, etc. And so really removing that mental attachment, it, it was tough and still a journey. We're very early. We're only like six months into this specific portion of our journey. And really treating sexual connection as divine, really treating it as creation, manifestation, healing, really treating sacred seed as it is, using menstruation as a tool for healing, paying attention to the cycles of the body. And that takes time. So as with all things we say here, go easy on yourself, grow slow, have grace, and research. Research, research, research. Google is your friend in this case. Really get out there and educate yourself on this because the benefits, we could sit here and talk for an hour on that and I'll let you go into a bunch of them, but it's things like increasing fertility is a huge one. When you are constantly, for some some men, daily, multiple times a day, ejaculating, that lowers your sperm count. Yeah, it also boosts your energy levels. You know, when you're holding that life force in, that's present within your body. Not only just the life force energy, but the act of expending it and actually ejaculating drains severe amounts of energy. That's why we crash. I was reading today that when semen is not ejaculated, it essentially dies and is reabsorbed into the body. And that is that energy being back absorbed into the body. It also up to triples your testosterone levels. It really allows you to step into your divine masculine because not only from an energetic perspective are you holding in more energy and have more of your essence to be and live with, it also eliminates the distractions that can come with this habitual mode of ejaculating whether it's to pornography, whether it's simple masturbation, or whether it's just having too much unconscious sexual activity, even if it's with a partner and constantly ejaculating, that is so much energy that you are saving for yourself. And this extends your life expectancy. When we hold that energy in, we are basically acting like a supercharger for ourselves. We allow and give our bodies the energy and sustenance that they need to continue processing everything they need to process throughout our daily life. You know, one point that you made earlier too about eliminating the outcome of the physical orgasm, what that has done too is allowed us to really focus on just the connection, right? Without having that thing in the back of our head driving us and causing us to worry, we're able to just be in the moment and co-creating that energy together. Absolutely. Something I want to add before we move on to our last point here is for the Yoni owners or for the person on the other side of a partner who is working with semen retention is this is a team effort. 
being a conscious present partner, helping your partner slow down when they need to slow down, breathe, come back into their mind and out of their body is really, really helpful and really important. Everything in sexual relation is a relationship, sexual relationship. And so it's a two-person job. It's a two-person task. And there's a lot of things you can do to support your partner. And there's a lot of things that you can do to support yourself. So I encourage you to keep researching and start thinking about some of these things because this is not what we're taught in school. This is not what we learn about. We learn about diseases and protection. Don't have babies, don't get diseases. And there's this whole other 90% of it that we are missing of true anatomy and the sacred sexuality and tantra and the yoni and all of these things. And the last one we're going to touch on is sex magic. And this is a super woo-woo catchy buzzword. I don't really know exactly what that means. What we define it as is working with your partner to use your sexual energy from your orgasms to manifest and heal and create. Whether that's love, children, abundance, releasing of certain traumas, we use it for all of these things. And it's a fun way to make sex not so scary, make it not so serious, make it more of an act of creation, a work of art. Every time that you and your partner connect, it's creation. It's a work of art. And so when you treat it as this awesome manifestation and sex magic, it just absolutely explodes that open farther than you could ever imagine. And, you know, we've kept this pretty general I'll get a little vulnerable here and a little bit personal. And again, if you do know us, I encourage you to sit in this and stay with me here because as I said, we're all connected. We're all adults. We're all having the spiritual experience and it's working through that shame and that uncomfortability that we can start to move into treating sex as it's intended to be. You know, for us, we have always had an incredibly erotic, passionate, loving, intimate sexual relationship from the very get-go. That has expanded over the last almost eight years. Obviously, we have gone through many phases through our ethical non-monogamy journey, through our unconsciousness, through our toxic patterns, both positive and negative. Our sexual relationship has changed a dozen times. However, this most recent, I'd say, year of conscious sexual relationship, of conscious sexual connection and looking at all of these things we've talked about today. We've been calling my yoni a yoni for almost a year or two now and really just incorporating these things into our daily life, you know, praying or whatever you do to connect with the divine before you connect. All of these things have really led us into this place of deep, deep pleasure and deep intimacy and deep healing. Sex is like a healing act for me now, especially with a lot of the things that I'm working through. And so I just want to encourage you to really invite in and welcome and understand how sacred sexuality is. It is divine love. Yeah, that that was beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. You know, something that you said is incredibly important And that is that sexual energy is the energy of creation. It is the divine energy that permeates all throughout life. It all starts from sexual energy. And when we can see it as that energy of creation, that 
links the bridge to manifestation. That's what sex magic is. It's understanding the power of the energy of creation that we are creating together in union with the divine and then consciously directing that towards a goal something that you are working with your partner to bring into reality and an important part of that is the breath something that we talked about earlier the key to energetic orgasms is through the breath it's through connecting with your partner's breath and it's by using the breath to move energy throughout the body for the masculine a tip on how to actually create an energetic orgasm and these experiences that we've been talking about is to go until you're about 70 percent 70 percent there and then hold your partner breathe with them allow the energy to move and disperse throughout your entire body and do that consciously bring your attention to that building energy in your root chakra and imagine it flowing throughout your body and then radiating out into your partner such a good tip and our last episode breathe in love goes really deep into breath work and all things breathing and breath so check that out if you haven't to wrap us up here i'm so grateful you were here with us today i save space for these can be uncomfortable conversations for a lot of us these are really profound insights that you may not have heard and it's a lot to think about it's a lot to sit with take your time journal meditate pray whatever you do talk to your partner Share this episode with someone because getting this message out there, giving sexuality the sacredness that it deserves, is going to help us heal the place that we are in right now with our sexual relationships with each other. This is our love series month from loving the breath to loving sex is divine. We have two more episodes this month, love is infinite and for the love of kink. I can't wait to bring those to you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for six incredible months of this podcast. We are loving, loving consciously with you all. We hope that you are finding more love, that you are learning how to love yourself, how to love people you're in conscious relationship with, how to have a conscious relationship with everyone in your life. Please, please share this podcast with someone who could use some more love in their life. Please leave us a review if you are listening in a place where that can be done. We love you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for being part of this journey over the last six months. Our mission is to help create more love in your relationships. And a big way that we can do that is by knowing what it is that you need. So going onto our website, lovingconsciously.com, reaching out to us via email or via our social media and sharing with us, you know, what, what is it that you are struggling with in your relationships? What is something that we may not have covered yet that you are seeking more clarity on? How can we help? So please, please share your thoughts. We're so grateful to have you here and we love you all.